You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope your November is going well. It sure is going fast. My gosh. So my main story of the week is written by uh, an author of mine that I really like, Ayla Ellison from Becker's Hospital Review. And it it goes into the theme that we're going to be exploring here with our guest coming up here in, in our next segment, which will be Jack Hill, Executive Vice President of Accountable Care Solutions Group, which have a uh, really interesting um, solution that they're able to do for um, healthcare providers that really kind of need that that help if it, in the future, because I really think things are going that way. And the reason why is because of all of the consolidation and, and um, changes in the industry. But let's take a look at, and it's been happening a lot <laughs> recently, especially this last year. We've talked about mega mergers again in the insurance industry. Last week we talked about the, the, the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, coming in and shooting down a merger in West Virginia over two hospitals, which caught our attention. We thought that was quite interesting. But let's take a look at some of the most 10 most interesting healthcare transactions that have happened so far in 2015. And this is again on Becker's Hospital Review. The first one up is we have SSM Health buying SLU hospitals. So this is uh, here in uh, this is down in St. Louis, Missouri, and the deal involved St. Louis-based health. St. Louis University, so that must be their hospital, and the Dallas-based Tenet Healthcare. After um, owning the hospital for 17 years, Tenet sold the facility back to St. Louis University, which can then contributed the hospital to SSM Health in exchange for a minority membership interest um, in their operations. And so this has uh, uh, the, the, the SLU Hospital, which is a 365-bed hospital, is in play. And um, the thing that she talks about is what makes it interesting is the exchange of governance rights involved in the transaction is significant, quote, not only did the university retain an interest in the, the medical center itself, it actually gained a financial and governance interest in the entire system. And this weaves uh, together and offering a university of link with community care. And so it's important going back to population health management because as that grows more, um, I think this is a really neat point that they make. It, it it requires more education, and I've talked about that as well. Having to uh, educate folk, we have to educate ourselves on healthcare, but we also have to educate each other on what's happening because we're all essentially paying for this one way or another. Whether you factor in uh, federal tax dollars going to fund Medicare or Medicaid, or if you have private insurance and people still go to the ER without insurance, we're still paying for it. So we've got to start having an educational change. And one of the interesting things is um, they might be able to start taking a lead from that down in St. Louis. And so that was an interesting thing. Second up uh, here on our uh, top 10 most interesting healthcare transactions of 2015, Tenet makes a huge ambulatory play. So this is, again, Dallas-based Tenet and a private equity firm um, in, in um, Dallas. And it basically what is involved is a 49-person ambulatory surgery center and 20 imaging centers uh, all across the nation. And they entered into a joint venture um, with these folks to, um, you know, kind of 
create a new short-stay surgery network, which is interesting. I think more and more surgeries might be moving out or already are and will continue to go to outpatient facilities. And what makes this one interesting over here, there's the transactions made tenant the largest U.S. healthcare provider of ambulatory surgery um, services in the country. So that was important for them. Number three, we've talked about this one before, Aetna, Aetna's acquisition of Humana. Aetna entered into agreement in July to acquire all outstanding shares of Humana, and the deal was valued at $37 million. Um, the reason it's important is because the Medicare Advantage marketplace will be significantly more concentrated because Humana has, you might have seen their ads. You can't miss them. Um, they're really big in that, and so now since they're, they're actually one of the largest providers of Medicare Advantage plans, and so that's why Aetna wanted to gobble them up. And so the combination of the two entities has potential to substantially lessen competition in the Medicare Advantage market. Uh, number four, Anthem taking over Cigna. It involved Indianapolis-based Anthem and rival health insurer Cigna. Uh, they entered into an agreement on July to acquire them in cash and stock uh, for $54 billion. Uh, this buyout would create the nation's largest health insurer, and it's obviously interesting because the health insurance landscape is going to completely change with one with three players instead of five, like I talked about before. And based on that, the uh, the deal has received significant opposition from both sides, inside and outside of the healthcare industry. Uh, let's see, number five, Capella sold in real estate investment trend. Um, let's it, it involves a holding company based out of Birmingham, Alabama. And the reason it's interesting is it's one of the first between a hospital and an operating company in a real estate man investment trust. Um, let's see, we'll own the state. They'll basically be, I don't know why it's interesting. It's just, if you're into real estate, it's interesting. That one's not as interesting to me, candidly. Uh, number six, uh, 38 CHS hospitals spin off as a new company uh, down in Franklin, Tennessee. They spin off. Um, 38 hospitals and hospital management consulting business quorum health resources into a separate company to focus on larger markets and there it looks like they're involved in several states and this will allow them to focus on large urbanized markets and it will allow its uh, subsidiary to focus on rural facilities and um, these two hospitals um, are, are looking for markets uh, with the population of under 50,000 and um, 84% of them are sole acute providers in their sole community, so like your rural-based hospital. Let's see, number seven, Daughters of Charity gets capital injection after Prime backs out of deal. Let's see, uh, it's interesting because uh, the, the infusing of $250 million into this charity system and creating a new company to manage the system um, this hedge fund does not normally acquire nonprofit systems. However, the deal included an option uh, to purchase them for three years, and so they did. That's down in, uh, looks like that's in uh, California. Uh, we've got Team Health link inking deal to buy IPC Healthcare. Uh, this allows Team Health to expand into IPC specialist area of post-acute care, and they are the leading platform of post-acute, uh, leading national platform in the post in that sector. And they're providing services to over 1,200 facilities, and so it looks like they're going to get stronger. A tenant Ascension and Dignity's joint venture. Man, Tenet is just having quite the year. Um, accountable care organizations, which we're going to explore here next segment, 
um, is driving the deal. Tenet and Dignity separately own and operate hospitals in Phoenix and together manage an ACO and the Arizona Care Network. So that's happening right now. And again, we're going to be talking about that here at the in our next segment. And then finally here uh, on the 10 most interesting healthcare transactions of 2015, we have Barba- Barnabas Health and Robert Wood Johnson merging. Interesting. Um, this is in New Brunswick, New Jersey, and the hospitals involved uh, looks like seven New Jersey hospitals. Um, there are emerging in the. It looks like it's the deal is going to create the largest system in New Jersey, and it will have the person will be uh, their president will serve as CEO of a combined system, and the deal provides an opportunity for the two better manage population health initiatives, and adapt changing payment systems such as these ACOs, which we're going to talk about next. You're not going to want to miss the conversation that we have coming up with Jack Hill, Executive Vice President of Accountable Care Solutions Group here on America's Healthcare Challenge. We're going to get his thoughts on the industry as well as what their organization is doing to help providers um, adapt with these rapidly changing regulations and capitalize on the opportunities that they need to capitalize on in order to both lower health care costs and improve access. So we'll be right back. This is America's Healthcare Challenge.